This is Umsteigermöglichkeiten. The Berlin Dating Shit Show. Struggle. Oh, we're not bitter. It's fine. <laughs> We're your hosts, Anna Marie, a queer journalist and feminist activist from California, and Marta, a queer Londoner studying and working in Berlin. Let's get on with the show. This week's episode talks about relationships. There's some mention of assault and some uncomfortable sexual harassment, and we swear a shit fucking shit fucking fuck ton. In the last episode, we talked about visible signifiers of being queer. And Fiona told us about her experience of not being queer enough and how that can relate to patriarchal thinking. This second part of Queering Bisexuality is a continuation of that same conversation. We start by discussing Christopher Street Day, the gay pride parade in Berlin. Okay, cool. Let's pick up where we left off. So I remembered something that I wanted to say before, which is that the um, like predominance of these young gay expat men with their incredible bodies and their beautiful hair and whatever the fuck else they have and their, I don't know, cigarettes. Then it spills over into into Pride, into Christopher Street Day. Like, if you go, when I went last year, it's very, I mean, it's huge, right? So Mm. it's obviously hard to draw generalizations. But apart from the, like, corporate floats, which is a whole other, you know, level of why the fuck are they, all these, like, businesses showing out here. Yeah. but it's worse in London, so to be fair, it's fine. It's worse in San Francisco, too. Yeah. It's awful. But there's, it's a lot of, like, these young, hot dudes, like, gyrating in leather, which more power to them. Gyrate all you want, sir. Please, go ahead. I'm, I'm sure you're having a wonderful time, sun shining, wear some sunscreen. But where is the space for everybody else? The women, the bisexual people, the people that are questioning, young minors, trans people, people of colour in a way that's, you know, not fetishizing them, or disabled people, like these things, or people who don't drink or who are religious, like, yeah. you know, sex is, is a wonderful thing. It should not, Nobody should be ashamed of the sex that they have. But the queer community is heavily sexualized and heavily sexualized in favour of especially in Berlin, the specific demographic of, like, young white dudes. And where does that leave the rest of us? That's it's just a question that I'm asking. I'm not saying these guys should leave. They should do whatever the hell they want. But the rest of us should also maybe be there. Yeah, that's such a good point, Marta, because it's also like, okay, yeah, you can still be there, but how about you please create a space for us? I don't think it's that hard to create a space for the people that you just acknowledged. So every year, right, you have the main parade. Mm -hmm. You even, you do have the Dyke March, which I've gone to and I've absolutely loved. And it was super powerful for me to be around hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands of women identifying folks. And that was so purifying for me. How about we try to pass the mic to some of the folks in the other letters of the rainbow acronym and ask how they want to be represented not just with like a float that is then sponsored by ivy or whatever the fuck like i mean i personally also i don't feel welcome at something like csd Mm -hmm. i don't feel actually physically safe in queer spaces i have been assaulted at a queer space which is Schwutz, the mm-hmm. very awesome, and I, I have a hard time because I do really like Schwutz, but I went there and a gay man, gay white man punched me in the face. Yeah. <laughs> 
And then directly afterwards, when this other guy saw that I was crying, because I was very upset that I had been punched in the fucking face, one, in a space where I am supposed to be accepted and, and meant to, like, be myself and meant to dance and just have fun, then this guy came up and he sits next to me and he's like, oh, are you okay? You know, what's going on? And I told him. I'm in shock still from this situation. I've only been punched in the face one other time, okay? <laughs> this doesn't happen a lot. <laughs> and this guy then puts his hand on my thigh, oh, like uh, inner thigh, way too high for this to be innocent. And he goes, auf wem stehst du? As in, what gender are you attracted to? And I'm just totally taken aback. I'm like, what are you, what? I'm women and men? And he's obviously interested in the fact that I'm also attracted to men. And I just fucking, like, threw his hand off of me and just ran away. It was so awful. And then, ugh, I mean, that's not even, you know, a guy masturbated while watching me pee in the bushes at CSD, which, by the way, for non-Berlin people, there are no toilets at these events. It is very commonplace that everyone is peeing in a bush. And... I even yelled at this guy and he wouldn't stop. So that was like a huge queer event where I would have at least hoped that some other queer person would kind of step up for me or like, you know, it's just like these spaces and the events have not been places where I feel good, where I feel safe even physically. And have you yeah. ever been like, I, this hasn't happened to me in Berlin because I have only ever been to Schwartz like once. and But in London... I have been turned away with groups of female friends so many times from gay bars and gay clubs. If they see a group of you know, people that they see as women, they immediately think these women are straight and they're just here to like cruise or whatever, or like fag hags, that's what people call them. Yeah, and we've been turned away like many times and I've written countless letters and emails to people like complaining about their like misogynistic door policies. But yeah, so even if you, you can't even get in sometimes or yeah, I mean, I'm so sorry that happened to you in Schwartz, that's disgusting. And I also find that there's a lot of gay men out there, hashtag not all gay men, but a lot of gay men who also think that because they're gay, they have a right to touch women. And yes. so I've been in, in, in bars and clubs where gay men will just grab me and dance with me as if I... yeah. yeah. I'm like a dancing toy and mm -hmm. I'm like, don't touch me. Yeah. Don't touch me. Just because, and they're like, well, it's okay, I'm gay. And I'm like, no, <laughs> take your hands off me. Like, don't do that. It's gross. You know what's awful? I've also experienced that from lesbian women or other queer women who identified as butch. I definitely have had a few times when it is that same assumption like, oh no, but I'm gay, so it's fine. Or, no, I'm lesbian, so it's fine. It's like, no, let's please talk about consent. Again, mm. that's for another episode. But it's funny what you say about the door policy. That certainly never happened to me in Berlin. But I have you ever experienced where, like, your sexuality is fetishized by other women who want to test it out? Oh, um, you know, actually, personally, no. I think I'm kind of lucky in that sense, like... Uh, me and my friends used to experiment a lot with each other, but it, we were all basically queer. I mean, I have like two straight friends from school out of like the 20 people that I know and talk to. So, uh, I wish I went to a school. <laughs> you don't. It was very, it was a lot of drama. Like if all your friends have dated each other or slept with each other or kissed each other, it, whoa, it gets messy very fast. Mm, but okay. luckily, I luckily I've had friends that I've been quite respectful of it in that sense. And they've never been like, can I make out with me? Have you? Yeah. I think this is interesting because, like, I do wonder... Obviously, there is a difference in where we grew up. Different countries, different times. But 
different <laughs> times. I'm so much older than you. No, but I really wonder what it is. I guess it really, it does come down to specific like friend groups that you end up in. And there's a lot of like the culture of where you live that comes into play. But I had, I had quite a few, let's say three specific instances that I can remember. <sighs> oh God, you know what though? No, it's fucking more than that. I don't even have time to tell you all the times that a straight friend would, I don't even know what the word is. They'd test out what it meant to make out with an openly bisexual woman. I think when I came out, I came out like halfway through college because I was quote unquote late, if you want to put a normative term on it, which I don't think is helpful. But I, I admit I do have sometimes a hard time getting away from that because I feel like a lot of the times I don't feel queer enough because I didn't get there soon enough. So I haven't had as much time to figure out how I feel, what my sexual preferences are in the bedroom in a queer setting, da da da. Because I still feel new to it. I've only been on it. I've only actually been out out since if we include like the people I worked with since like 2016. There was this girl that I hooked up with after she kissed me. I thought she was straight for all the three years that we had known each other. We got drunk in a bar. She kisses me. We go and hook up in the ladies restroom like the classy broads that we were. <laughs> um, which was very sobering experience for me because that's actually a really gross place to hook up with someone. Ugh. I just hooked up with someone in the bathroom last weekend. So please, okay, let's not be putting these judgments Too out there. Too classy broads. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this was like a seedy pub bathroom. This was like not the nicest place. And she was making comments the whole night drunkenly how like, I was going to be her lady. I was going to be her woman. And I was like, oh my god, yeah, yes. a bitch? Like, what the <laughs> fuck? Is this prison? Like, yeah, I would have been okay with it. <laughs> and I was just excited. I was like, oh, finally, like, a woman is hitting on me. Maybe this is my chance. And I thought she was so beautiful. And then I drove her home. And she's like, oh, thanks. Like, my boyfriend didn't want to come pick me up because he was already asleep. I was so pissed. I was so pissed. Oh, I would have been too. I was like... And I mean, this goes back to the whole thing of it's okay for her to cheat on her boyfriend, but it was with me, a woman, so it doesn't count, right? He's probably fine with it if he even knows. In her mind, it obviously wasn't cheating. I was crushed. I mean, I get it. It's hard to come out. It's hard to figure out how you identify, but I am not a fucking guinea pig. Like, I... I'm not your drunken escapade where then you can next day rationalize your religious upbringing and say, no, no, I'm not gay. I'm not bi. I just drunkenly made out with this friend and that was it, right? Mm. You just unlocked something in my brain, like an old, a truth that I just never think about anymore, Ah. which is that, speaking of like, yeah, just of, of coming out to straight friends, that I still now i mean so i haven't the, the reason i haven't thought about this in a while because i haven't really made many new friends recently like i the friends that i have i made last year in berlin and they're all and i still have them so you know i still have friends <laughs> but this was also a problem that i had when i was doing my bachelor's and also when i first moved to berlin also the problem of coming out like at some point i have to you know, i don't have to but at some point i will tell a story about my ex-girlfriend and then it's like some people just kind of take it in stride and don't really care. And some people go, oh, so you're bisexual. And when I do that with straight women, I 
get scared. Mm. Part of me is afraid because I, and this goes back to what you were saying about people hear the sex yeah. first. I'm so afraid that my straight friends are going to think that I'm some kind of like predator or that yeah. I'm going to try and hit on them mm. or that I, I'm, I'm scared that their perception of me is going to change, which is crazy. And I'm sure that they would all say, no, 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 no. Like, of course not. Like you saw the same person, blah, blah. You know, it's tough because especially, I know I'm comfortable, for example, being naked with my friends or whatever, or like changing or sleeping in the same bed with them. And I'm sure that they, you know, are comfortable with all of that too. But it just makes me afraid. What if, what if they think that I'm leering at them or what if they think that I'm, you know, or that, that they want to know if I think that they're hot or something like that. And I, and I want to be like, well, I'm bi, but you know, I also know, and again, people think that you can't control your sexuality, but I can, I can, and I'm not creeping on my friends. And I really had this in, when I was in my bachelor's, I was so afraid, like I would hang out with this group of girls that was like, mainly not queer. and, And I also had a crush on one of them, which some people knew about and then they would kind of I mean they would kind of tease me for it in like a joking way but I did think sometimes like what god what if they really think that I'm like you know some kind of creep no oh that's so sad I definitely feel that too there's this moment where you introduce yourself to new people and yeah it, it is kind of I imagine I imagine it's the same for people in a relationship where they want to like drop that they have a significant other right, to establish that they're taken, but it's that moment where you're like, how am I going to do it? Oh, yeah, well, I went on a date with this girl, and then you wait, and you watch, and I have gotten like, oh, yeah, me too, whoa, did you say girl? I'm like, yes, I said girl. Like a, like a a woman, like a female, like a what? What kind of, what? (laughs) But you're also a woman? And then they break in half. You don't come out just once. You come out all the time. It's a continuous, like, you choose when and, and where and when you're safe to do it, if you're going to be judged for it, blah, blah, blah. And it is such a sad thing because I've definitely been in the situation where I didn't want someone to think that then I was hitting on them. Right. Actually, you know what's funny? When you and I started hanging out together, some of our mutual friends multiple times asked me if we were going to start dating. When are we gonna start dating? <laughs> when are we gonna start dating? When are we gonna do it? And I was just to the point where it's like, okay. And I will say, one of the people who asked was straight. One of the people asked is lesbian. Okay. So this was not coming from other bisexual queer people, and the, from both people, there was a bit of this disbelief that we could be two queer bisexual women who are friends with each other and don't want to fuck. Can you imagine, Marta? It must just be because we're both so attractive that you wouldn't think that two such wonderful, charming people could spend so much time together and not be overcome by lust. (laughs) (laughs) I can't even look at you while we're talking about this. The rest of the audio is just like our clothes (laughs) flying (laughs) off. (laughs) Smacking noises. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely those stereotypes... And this, like, inability for people to understand that we, as bisexual folks, can also differentiate. My friends are my friends. People that I want to boink, they're people I want to boink. Yeah, like you said, I can differentiate. I'm not like a... I don't know, what's something that can't differentiate between... I'm not like a... Man? (laughs) (laughs) I'm not like a a newborn puppy that can't tell the difference between a finger and a nipple. Like That was a good comparison. Thank you. It just goes to show, like, what do we have to do? Do we have to be 
gayer and do we have to change ourselves to be accepted by this community or feel accepted by this community what does it mean to be accepted by this community does it mean we're going to the clubs and the bars are there meetups there there are meetups like who we should be dating and sleeping with have you met have you met your annual quota Anna Marie because otherwise definitely fucking not did you get your card stamped because you know you know what the rules are if you don't have enough stamps after five years that's when I'm straight Mm. after five years also FYI people just because I identify today as a bisexual woman does not mean that in 10 years I will or also like your bisexuality means something different than mine people sometimes are also identifying as bisexual but they don't want to sleep with women or sleep with men maybe they have a romantic connection maybe it's like some people try to you know rate it in proportions oh i'm 80 percent 20 percent 20 20 percent male 80 percent woman whatever you know like it really is different for everyone and it can change Mm -hmm. over the course of your lifetime and that's fine now i just need to find you know the right march or party or whatever. Mm. It's sad now. A wife. We both need to find one wife. Where's my wife? Where is my lady wife? (laughs) My lady wife! (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to part two of this two-part episode on queerness and bisexuality, pansexuality. And all those good things. We hope you stay tuned and we'll catch you at the next episode. Blah. Who says catch you at the next episode? <laughs> no one. Uh, um, yeah. Bye. Bye, everyone.